Episode 2, which means <laughs> it's our third podcast. Joined, as always, uh... Well, <laughs> not really, as, all, always. as always, like every time we've done this Every podcast, other time, by people that aren't you. By me. I, joined by me, as always. You're the most regular person on this podcast. That's right, guys. We well, are mixing our vegetables today. <laughs> <laughs> We're mixing yeah. episode zero and episode one, so we have because if you quite add, the lineup in store for you. Yeah, right. Because if you add zero and one, it means it, it, it equals two. Two, right? Right. Yeah, right. zero and one. Yeah. Maybe, no, that you have to about. you have to multiply them. Um, okay, so wait. Before I go, Fletcher Massey on my right. Yo, Fletcher Massey, the daredevil. I was on episode one. You might remember me. Uh, I'm Dean. I am sitting on Fletcher's right. So. The Ishin. That's right, I am things that end in Ishin. And I'm Pascal. I'm also on uh, on the right of someone, Dean. And uh, and to my right is Nick, I think. And that I'm doesn't Nick. make geometrical sense. Let me just point this out. If you just say it right. mathematician. Well, okay. I'm just kidding. Well, as long, as, as, long as zero times one equals two, I think we can be on everyone's left. That's true. Right? Without his grounding, well, uh, we're good. Before we get into any sort of mathematics... Let's get into the time-honored tradition of opening a can for... Over our computers. Over our computers for all of the fires that we have personally put out in favor of cooler climates. Here's the fires. The fires. Mm. New this week, we have a watermelon. That is podcasting true. with us. That's right. We forgot to introduce one of our, our guest speakers tonight. Let me tell you, she is delicious. It's kind of um, yeah. That was a weird thing to just bring to a podcast, <laughs> uh, dude. It's not watermelon is the greatest thing to ever bring to anything. You bring it to parties, and then girls are like, "Ooh, watermelon, great!" And then you can pitch it to them as like this low calorie. Calorie free snacks full of water. <laughs> For the really dumb girls. It is low calorie. <laughs> no, no, it, it is low calorie if you don't eat very much of it. Like most things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got ourselves a jokester over here. Jokester Dean. Doesn't end with this, but he'll take it. Just bring watermelons to the park. Pineapples are also cool because they look all exotic and then cool. you look like a man if you know how They're like, where did you get shit. that? What kind of fruit is that? The, the it's Amazon. All spiky and, yeah. and uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a smart one. Yeah. Don't even wear gloves when you're handling it. Because you look tough. Well, so, um, this week we have lots to talk about, so I'm glad those two lovebirds are gone, aren't you, Fletcher? <laughs> so, the watermelon's gone, we've eaten all of it, so so much for that being a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but we have tons of stuff, we have news on Twitter, we have news on Instagram, we have reader questions, and we have a very special challenge that um, Dean actually went through with. Uh, you want to start with that? Sure. Well, uh, last week we were joking about seeing who could get more followers on Twitter between Nick and myself. I don't think we were joking. I think we were 100% serious about that. Yeah, podcasts or not, I think that's just something you guys would do. Podcast or not. It's like hot or not, but for podcasts. 
Uh, Nick already <laughs> yeah. has uh, like a million, so getting more we didn't think would be a big deal. But as it turns out, he actually lost. <laughs> okay, okay, so <laughs> now, yeah, now that last week, now that you actually have brought that up, what what was our what's our ratio? What's our well, we plus took or screenshots last week. last week. Oh, did we? Do, yeah. Do you want to do you want to find yours? Um, my challenge here. was to uh, create a cardboard sign and go and stand outside Montgomery Bart Station. Which I did proceed to do. Um, there's photographic evidence online. The sign said, uh, Dismal Clout Score, Twitter Follows Appreciated, oh, and then wow. my Twitter handle. Um, I think from that sign I got around zero new followers. <laughs> nice. I'm almost not surprised. But I was only there for like half an hour, and in conversations that I had about the sign with people, I'm, uh, I'm up about, I'm up, well, let me give you an exact number, but. Around 22 followers. Okay. And since last week. And I think the sign could have been executed a little better. It was yes. Kind of a hard to read sign. Wasn't very bold. Hard right. for people to understand. Sharpie would have gone a long way. Um. <laughs> Wait, what did you use? Like a big pen? Sort of. Yeah. Uh, you know, homeless style? I mean, I. You know, what did the edges look like? I, I saw one. They were torn edges. edges I wanted to go for the authentic thing. It was funny. Uh, Someone that I work with, who is uh, senior to me but in a different department, walked past me while I was there holding the sign, and uh, I had tried to stand somewhere I didn't think traffic from work would be would be walking. <laughs> especially, especially when you're not trying to get much attention wearing mustard pants. <laughs> anyway, he uh, he looked me in the eyes. I I could see he was making eye contact, and he wasn't actually reading the sign. And then he looked ahead as he was continuing to walk, and I was trying to wave at him so that I could point out that the sign was something funny, not that I was genuinely um, on fallen upon hard times. Uh, and he did a double take, but again, just looked me in the face and looked very confused. And then I, I think he thought it would be least awkward if he just pretended nothing happened and walked on. But I know that he, that he hadn't read the sign at all. So when I got to work, I, uh, I sent him a photograph and I just explained to make sure <laughs> that he knew. Uh, and he came by later. So with, Dean got to work and actually got a raise because they <laughs> felt sorry for him. Wow. With, with gestures, I mean with words, what did the gesture for this is a funny sign look like? I mean, you have to describe a gesture that's really... Well, I was first trying to hold his attention. I was trying to wave at him and smile like, Hey, I'm not, you Homeless. know... Yeah. <laughs> hey, I still have a home. I made like a house symbol with my arms above my head. House. <laughs> I live in one. I'm okay. Like, um, did it look like the YMCA dance? Very, maybe that was what confused him most of all. Yeah. Okay, Dean. So as of, as of last week from your screenshot, what were you at and where are you now? Wait, before he does that, I gotta say, I posted this image on Reddit. It picked up like maybe like 20 upvotes or something and got over a thousand views. Really? So yeah, over a thousand people online saw it, plus I retweeted it to 2,000 people. Right, which is and kind so, of like, nice of you to do given that it was sort of a competition. Well, you actually did something, I, like, yeah. Oh it yeah, was, it was you supposed the, uh... to do something? Yeah, I was, but uh, we'll get to that actually. Okay, we'll okay. get to that. Um, so I can tell you guys. Well, no, go ahead. So what's a, yeah? So what's our, our plus and minus? I I was at three o two at Fletcher Massey, um, three o two last week, and now I am at three fourteen. So twelve. I'm plus I'm bad. plus twelve for the week. Not too shabby. I feel good about it. Plus twelve. All right. Uh, I was at one thirty three. 
at Dean Castellina, and I'm now at 156, so plus 23. That's wow. not bad. So yeah. I just did that subtraction sum right there. And on the spot. mathematician. I was at 1982, and I am now at 1974. <laughs> so, uh, so minus eight. Wow. I. Oh yeah. And so here's what I actually think is this has to do with this. Okay. Mm. When you are followed for a thing and you no longer become that thing, every tweet you send out that's not mm -hmm. in reference to that thing is slowly like leeching. It's like, Pascal, you do a lot of like design and animation and all this stuff. If you just stopped tweeting about all of that and started tweeting like funny like gifts, which is basically in essence like it what has actually gotten out. more followers. It, okay, my reach is better than it's ever been because I I get tweets that consistently get like maybe like twenty retweets, oh, but I will yeah. lose followers because because you're not tweeting about tech. Yeah, know? I'm not like yeah. hey, let's talk about the Wii U. So as I've sort of tried to like reinvent what it means to not be a tech journalist on Twitter. I think all of the people that have followed me up until then are willing to, they're willing to find a new tech journalist to follow. I, but, but, this is actually kind of important. I also gained probably like about 12 followers and I just lost even more than that. So I really you lost, lost like, a bunch of people that were like, I don't care about cats and their funny things. I want to listen to, to tech. Yeah. But then you're actually gaining people that think well, you're entertaining Well, this, is my, this funny. is my question is, is are people going around following sort of well-rounded or like people who have multiple things? And I think probably not, right? They're looking no. for people who are like always tweeting about one really like main thing that they're really good at. And that's the reason they're being followed. Yeah. I think it, you can tell just by like, there are journalists that only tweet about one tech company, and they're some of the most read tech journalists there are. And all they really, really have to say is like a nice thing about a company and really mean things about every other company. And, you know, like, you might be like, well, that can't be the way that they feel, right? Like, I mean, it must be a tough position for them to be in if they do encounter a really funny gift. <laughs> Which they <laughs> they want to share. They're like they got man, a this, massive reach, and this, uh, this cat is doing really funny them. things, and I can't I can't even. I mean, I've it. seen some shit in my time. Man. Oh, I saw a gif of a cat today, uh, sucking up a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> that was mine. That was yours. That was my tweet. Someone retweeted it, but I saw your tweet. I la I laughed. There you I go. Mean, I laughed. Laughs don't Nick, get followers, guys. That's Nick's, what Nick's well, got you my I, respect. I continue to follow you, Nick. Okay. Well, so here's another here's you. another rampant issue with Twitter is if that originated with Nick, if someone had either just stolen the tweet or manually retweeted it, <laughs> then Dean gets it, not knowing the original mm. source. So, so guys, what do we think about actually uh, coming up with original content for animated cat gifs? Like, is that where the money really is? I, I did. I did just find a pretty sweet gif of a cat skydiving. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, that was made for that, right? Like, that wasn't real, was it? That was me in real life. That was you actually me skydiving. He's an as, animal as a cat. He's an animal. Just simple math. He's like, like there's no way they just happen to catch that cat. What's, on what's film. funny is like, in that story, the <laughs> less likely part what you didn't is the cat. see was what you didn't see was the other cat jumping with the camera. Mm. Oh. So it was actually so it kind of was. It was actually two cats jumping together. 
Is yeah. there a cat jumping uh, out of a plane gif on uh, Facebook stickers right now? Oh, uh, what's I know there's one uh, or making bread. Niche, 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 niche. Pusheen the cat, the only sticker that's worth even being a sticker is just Pusheen because it just moves. Oh, it's the yeah. only moving one. That is great. Fletcher just showed me the uh, gif of a cat jumping out of a plane. If you're really interested, let's describe things we're looking at in front of us. If you're really interested in seeing it, you can always just follow at Fletcher Massey. And <laughs> I have shameless. tweeted it. So. <laughs> a shameless plug. <laughs> How to lose followers? Yeah, I'm writing the book. You guys are just individual chapters. You know, that's what this podcast is about. Just testing out new things. Yeah. What works? What doesn't work? It- I would love to see someone who doesn't follow you like. Look up your username and then block you. Yeah, as a result of this podcast. <laughs> well, if that happens, then I, I hope I will never encounter really touch this Twitter it. user in yeah. the wild. <laughs> I will talk about it on next week's podcast. Okay, so here's the thing. I think that actually happens is as you grow in, um, you know, your Twitter or whatever. Like for me, it's like I. It's going to be really hard. I'm going to have to have a thing before I break two thousand, right? Like there's going to have to be a reason for people to want to follow me. But I'm consistently engaged by probably about 35 people, which is enough that, like, if I ever ask a question on Twitter, people are going to answer it. Like, people are going to have answers for it. And that's all I ever really wanted out of Twitter in the first place. Friends. Is, like, a, no, not friends. Like, that's Facebook. But, like, I want, like, interaction. I want, like, opinions that aren't my own. And mm. I have that right now on Twitter. And I think that's kind of cool. Now, my side of the bargain, I actually didn't go through with, and it was less scary than your side of the bargain by about a million. (laughs) All I was going to do was take these stickers that have my name on them and put them all over the city. Just, it only says Nick Vargas. So these stickers were going to be all over the city and people were going to have to be like, why? And I was going for sort of the mystique angle, but I banked on the fact that I had about 10 pages of these stickers and I could only find two pages. So I didn't think that was That's worth it. That's not enough. That's not mystique. But right. did you did you just try to put him somewhere? No, because it's got you got to save this. It has to be to happen after a single spot. Like someone needs though, to man. see at least two or three of those before they're like, wait, right. why? Why are these everywhere? You should target someone and work out their commute to work, and then <laughs> look at put them on, on, the, on their backpack in the last day on the just... back of their girlfriend's neck. <laughs> That'd be really mystique. <laughs> uh, how did this get here? This but sense. let's oh, talk I about this sticker, Nick Vargas, on the back of my girlfriend's neck. I'm definitely following this guy. <laughs> he said like this, guy well. this guy's got guts. What is this? A cat sucking up spaghetti? Retweets. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got it going on. Whisper your so, name into their dreams. Okay, while I mean, sleeping. so so what are you trying to target in on? Are you like the cat gif guy, or are you? <laughs> is that, you're that's like, what I'm hearing. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. we got the cat gif guy on our podcast. I now? think. I mean, I'm, wait, I've seen a lot of cat gifs. Were those yours? Yes, they were mine. The number of people that stop him in the street when we're hanging out. I can't even go out with Nick anymore because they stop him. They're like, are you that one cat gift guy? And he's like, yeah, I am. I mean, okay, the truth is I think the only thing you need to do to get actually to get followers is to be on video. I, I can tell you I would write a review that tens of thousands to even 100,000 or more people would read. And I would get, you know, like maybe like 40 followers in one go. But I would consistently get 10 to 12 followers every video I did because people can relate to you. And like, I think that's kind of actually how it is with podcasts too. But like, I'm not, 
I don't care that much about this sort of thing. Like, it doesn't do me any good to be like, hey, I have 5,000 Twitter followers. Like, I'm, I have over 1,000 Twitter followers, and I think that's incredible. Like, I think it's incredible that this many people have stuck with me now that I'm not a tech journalist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, for what it's worth, I kind of think it's just a cool social experiment. What works, what doesn't? How can I get 30 retweets on a cat gif and only lose followers? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like that probably means that like hey, tens of thousands of people saw that like one thing, saw my name attached to it, and just the followers that I already had unfollowed me. There was no like benefit to getting like you know like my like little picture and my little icon like mm -hmm. up there. Mm -hmm. So this is sort of what I'm dealing with right now, where I'm not like interested in like which like you probably should because you're just starting on Twitter. You have you don't have that many tweets or anything. Mm -hmm. Branding is a thing. Like your personal brand exists, yep. whether you want it to or not. And I don't. I'm not surprised that people are just confused by mine now. Um, but at the same time, is like, he a boy? Is he a girl? Is he a cat? I keep changing my. <laughs> Does he have a mustache? Does he like spaghetti? Yeah. My avatar. It's just <laughs> every day. It's a new thing. But like, even if that was the thing, even if it was like, I tweet about, like. Well, like I don't know. There's I mean, no reason. There's to even like me. there's even some people that are just like trolls on Twitter, and it's funny to follow them because they're really sarcastic, and the stuff they come up with is hilarious. And you know, it's like it's an account you don't even know who's at the other end of it, but they just like. Okay, who do you guys follow, and like why? Like, what are some of the? I mean, I I follow some people. Just I follow them back because they they followed me and. Oh, you should put team follow back if you want to get followers. <laughs> Hashtag that on all your tweets. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I follow like a yeah. lot of yes. weird Twitter accounts. I think the stuff that they tweet is really funny, and it's one of those interactions that I actually you know hardly ever fave anything or retweet it. Mm -hmm. But I'll just scroll through it and be cracking up at like almost everything. I read. You know. Why don't you fave stuff? But I don't know. As far as my personal brand, like some of it can be a little offensive. Some of it can be, <laughs> I, I don't know, like no. like stuff that maybe my followership just like wouldn't necessarily understand because you have it's like a lot of inside joke stuff mm -hmm. um, that you have to be following those people for a long time to get. So to me, it'll like crack me up, but it's not necessarily something that I'm like, oh yeah, everyone that follows me is definitely gonna laugh at this. So. I mean, I vet everything I look gotcha. at. And well. you know, uh, fave has always struck me as quite a commitment. I mean, that's like, like you're like an Instagram like. That's nothing. You can like a million things, but to have a favorite tweet and consistently be shifting that marker. And it does show up on your in your. I favorites. threw that idea in the bin. I use them as mark is red, so people know that I've read tweets. I, oh, that's funny. I really. Yeah, so they get a little smart. nice little pat on the back from Pascal. They're like, everything hey, you read. Hey, man. How many people cool. do you follow? That's I, a lot of I tweets. I mean, look, here's here's mine, for instance. This is, let's see, let's go back from a week. These are the things I've favorited. This is just the 1st of May. This is the 30th of April, 29th Can you of hear April. the tweets that he's okay. scrolling through? He's, people we're looking get at it. about get 15 it. or Pascal. so a day. 15 faves. Hey, look, there's, there's, no, one, of, there's one of mine that he four. favorited. Um... The thing is, okay, the problem is, actually, it, it's like a, it's a content strategy problem where Twitter uses the term favorite to mean like, right. when what they really need is just the word gone. 
it should just be a star. Right. And you just hit the star, and you know people could see what you've starred, but there's no commitment. There's no right. word like favorite. Favorite's in. too strong a word, for sure. Well, I, I don't even like... On the new Instagram update, now there's a whole feed that shows all your friends what you liked. I like just being able to go through and like things. And like all those nudes and pictures of ducks <laughs> covered in sauce. No, that's, just, that's particularly just awkward being, when it's connected to your Facebook account. Yeah, just being able to like, you know, whatever, okay. whatever I want on there. Not that any of it's offensive, but, you know, without... All of a sudden, all my friends <laughs> being like, oh, okay, here's the 30 things that he's like today. I actually, okay, this is... <laughs> oh, gosh, what? This is so good. Nick's laughing because somebody's, we... Um, if you were listening to the last episode, we're all sitting here in the nude. You'll know so. that we're naked. Um, no, but I... They uh, can hear that we're naked right now. <laughs> that's that's something we didn't tell you at the start of the episode. We were talking last off. episode. Well, we, we took a photo just before that. Not much time has passed. <laughs> Actually, this is I, I. Yeah, this is mere minutes after the last episode ended. <laughs> Pascal showed up. I turned we up. Just... We were we were actually recording all of these episodes. We record them all in one day, one and then we release yeah, them one week. We're going to be time. recording for another uh, eight days straight, <laughs> and then we'll trickle these to you. Plenty of watermelon in here and Rolling Rock. We're we're pretty much yeah, set. Yeah, it's we're in a bunker right now. Uh, okay, yeah, so, so Nick, Instagram. Go, be funny. Yeah, I had this uh, buddy that uh, I don't think he knew that you could see what he liked on Instagram. <laughs> and he's sort of a fashionista kind of guy, so like his followers are like largely of the like 15-year-old girl demographic. And I saw the, <laughs> all the pictures he liked, and it was honestly like, he liked, it was like, this guy had like 20 photos and it's like all like 15 year old girls. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, these are all connected to your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I, Everyone I, you actually know in person is looking at this right now. I, I definitely use Instagram as like a standalone product. It's not, it's not tied to my Facebook. It's not like, yeah, I mean, it's not the worst idea to, especially if you have multiple accounts, you probably have to, mm -hmm. right? Uh, connect different ones to different accounts. Well, yeah, how do you do multiple accounts? I mean, I do, I mean you're I all accounts like not connected to your Facebook. No, but it's it? a but it's a one way thing. It's like your it's like your Instagram will be connected to your Facebook, but not not vice versa. I believe like so you can have. I guess you could have multiple Instagram accounts uh, connected to one Facebook, Facebook account. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Either. I just don't have viewers. I just don't have any. Let us know. I just don't let. Instagram post anything to my Facebook. I, the the only thing I set up was an if then then that that will automatically post it to Twitter or to Facebook. So I get a I get an organic upload on Twitter and not a link on Twitter oh, that nice. says, Oh, here's my Instagram picture. It right. actually uploads it as a photo. Oh that's but cool. it does it all automatically so I don't have to go back in and upload two different pictures. Yeah. You're one of the things that I found to be like you know, like, I thought the, the Instagram, um, I don't know, acquisition, I guess, from Facebook was, like, pretty seamless. Like, I didn't have really any problems, and I think Instagram as a product has just become better and better. Yeah. But one thing I noticed that I, I just haven't been able to, like, really figure out is, like, those images when they're 512 look so much better than when I upload them to Facebook and they're like pretty large if I run them through a filter especially you know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. like it, they just don't look the same on Facebook as Instagram so like I kind of always banked on people only seeing my images <laughs> on a phone 
you know where they yeah like, my art looks like art on a phone and it kind of looks like oh this picture is not as good as you thought yeah. it was with the Instagram update today uh, I uploaded something and it took I, like it just took noticeably longer and I didn't think I was in a particularly weak signal spot and I'm curious if it was uploading at a higher resolution I'm because mm. I mean that would have been a good move for for them to do is just keep the photo at something higher for Facebook um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so today is big news, actually. So we've gotten over these things, although these things meaning the first conversation. (laughs) Um, This week, I think it would be cool to maybe just stick those stickers somewhere. Like, there's probably 20 of them, 25 of them. It's not enough to do something with, and I kind of thought it would be cool to do it with tons. You 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 have to be strategic. Yeah. And maybe that's what I do because like part of the thing that I think makes this mysterious is that these stickers are like stupid font. Like they're not like dumb font. There's just nothing Mm -hmm. special about Mm -hmm. it. It's not self-promotion. You wouldn't see those and be like, this is self-promotion. You'd be like, what is this? Yeah. How could you possibly think of someone putting their sticker with their name everywhere as being (laughs) self-promotion? Well, honestly, I think the thing is the stickers are so bad. Like they, (laughs) no one would ever possibly do this. But wouldn't you be kind of curious? Like why is someone putting all these terrible stickers up all over the city? Like it's just my name and it's like a stupid sans serif font that like is low resolution and like (laughs) awful. And it's like, why would someone do this? And that's what I'm banking on. Um, well, You'd have to. There'd have to be all a week. Lot. You'd have to tweet just really lame things then to sort of <laughs> go along with the mystique. Haha! <laughs> 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 Keep seeing these stickers around here. Before you put the stickers up, could you possibly print cat faces on the stickers so they know what you're all about? So you, they know that you're the cat gift guy. Well, you know, here would be a funny thing actually to do a Facebook ad that's just like, follow me on Twitter. I tweet about cats and gifts. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, you pay, I think, by the click-through on Facebook ads, but people would just see it and know your username, so like, you might get your mileage out of that, you know? Interesting, yeah. yeah. Something we could try out this week? With Some, the budget, you know? The first could. sponsorship we get goes straight into self-promotion. And that's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> If you give me any money, I will definitely spend it on myself. A thought crossed my mind, but then uh, I realized just how creepy it would be. But uh, a challenge to get one particular stranger to follow you on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And so you literally plaster that person's path with stickers and whatnot about yourself. Although that does... Like a person in real life? Yeah, but that kind of ventures into... Fairly creeper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we're talking about way. stalking as opposed to Twitter following. Look, you would just learn their entire schedule, right? <laughs> You'd wait outside their house. Listen, it's really no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Cover their car, you know, all their habits, where they go to lunch, and you right. know, just show up all the time. You meet all their friends in person. And, uh, just, I think yeah. it's, I think the it's only rules bit- are you're not actually allowed to meet that person. In person, and uh, you know, uh, by by the end of it, I think you deserve to be followed by them just for working so hard and put in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, both maybe. Um, Fletcher, what about you this week? Didn't you have a story or two? Um, I, I mean, my here, open this with your ring on your hand, by the way. Oh God! Uh, near the microphone. Too late. Mm. 
So I have a big ring on my finger, and basically the only thing I... He's get, always saying that. Basically the only <laughs> thing I get to use it for is opening beers, so... That's why Nick keeps me around. Um, yep. Most of my stuff was pretty organic this week, but it actually came... I think a lot of followers came around partially because of uh, the stuff that we're doing with um, the only tweets in this podcast. And there's just been some big news at A&M this week. So just tweeting a lot about that has picked up more A&M followers. Like I needed more of those. Do you ever... Yeah, well, okay. This is actually a pretty good example of getting followers because you have a very... Well, you have a niche. And that niche is A&M and... I'm not quite willing to like settle on one, mm-hmm. and I need to probably like. Yeah, that's the trouble I'm having too. I'm like, I like photography, I like nutrition, psychology, but I would intermittently post about any of these things, and uh, someone interested in one of them would probably be pissed off by, or not pissed off, but bored by two thirds of the tweets they get from me if they followed me for. But I would like to have more, more association and more interaction with people around me like San Francisco or just other random places you know random people I get to know on Twitter that I've never even met in real life um yeah you know as opposed to just necessarily being stuck in that niche because yeah there are like really interesting creative people out here and I don't necessarily want to be stuck in that niche of only having A&M followers even though I obviously love following that news and I love tweeting about it because it gets me really excited yeah that's one thing that's really intrigued me about Twitter is that additional reach twitter is kind of more of a it's a broader you've got a broader uh, access to people um and you know you can you can sort of people that you've heard of you can sort of see what they're up to and you know you would be surprised how many them. of them yeah will yeah. communicate back with you too like right. that's pretty interesting interesting i guess intriguing to to take that other r out of interesting (laughs) it's pretty interesting um but actually we're sort of joined here by a bourgeois internet society and that's pascal and pascal you know you might have some nips and tricks for us as they say in the business um what is, is that, that what they say i'm sure they say it in a business the nips the nips stand for nipples in the porn industry oh yeah but okay so pascal you have five thousand twitter followers how do you speak to your audience is that right five thousand mm, let's lay it up let's get a number okay well we want specific numbers what? here no rounding well, Mike, I look it, I'll look it up. I'll look it you up. You look it up. This is the podcasting computer. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so besides that, that's probably not even your place. Like, what do you use What do you use to talk to random people online? Well, Twitter feels like throwing words in the bin to me, first of all. It's fun, but it's like looking at the garbage that's on the very top. The rest of it's kind of like this That's right. You're not noistering. building a portfolio of no, tweets. No, you just kind of vomit words out, which, which I do all the time. <laughs> A lot of times I'm just really angry on Twitter about, like, idiots, which is pretty fun. Um, but Who I'll, likes hearing about that, I'm curious? Uh, designers and people that hate idiots as well. Okay. <laughs> Mutual uh, haters and of idiots. And apparently there's about 5,000 people you know that hate idiots. Or, or so, yeah. Yeah, almost um, 6,000. I, uh, I think, okay, I think that Twitter is too negative of a place in the first place 
place to say place <laughs> twice in one sense and to say bubba boop place. In the first place. <laughs> um, but I find that Twitter is is like almost always negative, and maybe that's not the case with like designers or something. But for me, if I was going to tweet something negative, it'd be so. Well, it's always like it, it. There's no reason to be negative for me on Twitter because everyone I follow is negative. Like, I think that when there's ever negativity, it's always cast in a humorous way. Like, mm. look at this Darwin Award winner. Right. Like, things that people can relate to, and people never speak out about shit. I did actually post something like that the other day. Like, this guy should win a Darwin Award. Um, a guy maybe in India or something that's known as having like the strongest hair in the world. The strongest <laughs> hair? He he was that's attempting kind of cool. he was attempting the world record of doing a zip line only hanging by his hair. Cool. And Gosh. about halfway down his hair got oh, stuck man. and he was hanging there and ended up having a heart attack oh, hanging my. there and died. A heart attack? Not even like dying from blood loss oh, being scalped? My. He wow. he got he had a heart attack because he was ziplining hanging by his hair and it got caught on the way down. Ooh. Wow! <laughs> wow! Well, did his hair break though? I mean, that's the no. Real it question. just it got caught and he was yeah. stuck there. But this guy, say know, what you will about the guy, but yeah. his principle is solid. <laughs> I mean, his hair will still go down in history. <laughs> I, I mean, he even post mortem, he should probably get a Head and Shoulders commercial out of it. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, condolences on Twitter for that though. I don't know. Yeah, well, I well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I posted something like that as well, but you know, some of those can be funny. I don't know if that was necessarily like, it, it, look at this idiot. It yeah. is very interesting to me, even on uh, Facebook, which I've you know spent more time on than than Twitter up until recently, uh, that people would publish negative um, sentiments, like it, because it doesn't reflect well on them, and you know. There is social media does get this flack where you are only putting forward your highlights, but with that kind of opportunity, why would you, you know, why would you spend, why would you publish negative things that just kind of, I don't know, reflect poorly? Like, oh, I hate my boss. Like, you know, that, right? Who's yeah. gonna, who's gonna support you? Who's gonna be like, yeah, your boss sucks. That's all. But, but it's interesting that some social network, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they they only have. They only have the option to like encourage people. Like you can favorite something, you can like something. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like YouTube where you can say like I like it or I hate it. Yeah, I and I, I like that to be honest. I, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think face, Facebook should have like a thumbs down <laughs> I hate you button because that would probably get way overused. Right. right. <laughs> um, okay. So honestly, this is a random sampling of my Twitter feed, and of the six tweets I can see, five are negative. Really? Wow. Five are negative. And so, like, part of that is that we are honestly, well, we are. I was part of this community of critics. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's not speaking for, like, the sure. everyman. But, that's again, like, Twitter is a lower commitment to those sentiments. They're, they're not, you know, if they publish, like, oh, I'm having a, this, this thing sucks and this thing sucks, it's, that's pretty much gone a few days later after they've, posted a few things whereas Facebook it kind of sticks around a little longer since you've got there on that timeline and, and I think Facebook in general is a little more for like posting posting broad things it's not the day-to-day minute-to-minute update like Twitter is it's the the highlights of like here's something big that happened so if you're really going to take the time to you know 
say something negative on there, then it means you like really care about it. I'm just checking how long we've been going at it. How far is that? God, I don't know. Oh, uh, we're on measures. We're on musical measures. <laughs> well, how many musical measures are we? One on? cadence. Two. <laughs> ha ha ha. That's a thousand and sixty-eight cadence. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-five minutes. So are we in, are we in four? Length are we in four, four? Or what? What? What time signature? I, are we I, I don't even know what a cadence really is. So like, I don't think we could be in a thousand of them. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what um, it is. It's provocative. It gets the crowd going. One other thing we did want to mention that we, we kind of got off Instagram, but the the big update coming out of Instagram today was that you can now tag your friends in pictures and they show right. up on your timeline, right. which which is incredible. I think it's something Instagram has needed for a really long time, so we're yeah. pretty excited about it. I went through 80 weeks of photos today and tagged everyone yep. I've ever taken a photo of. Um, Pascal, what do you think of that? You're an Instagrammer. Um, Sort of a no-brainer. I mean, I thought that'd be the first thing they did when they got scooped up for what was it? What was that chunk change? You know, one billion, billion dollars. One no. billion. No, I think, only a billion. I think Instagram's doing some amazing things. I'm glad they haven't been tainted by a larger big blue company. <laughs> um, yeah, I have some very strong thoughts about tech companies being very heavily involved in building technology. Um, but I'm glad Instagram has like maintained its structural integrity yeah it's, it's really interesting you know because before people would just pet mention you like on a, a instagram and no one other than that that one person's followership would ever see it so no right. one from your side would see something that you're doing so right i i i mean like you said pascal it's kind of a no-brainer and i'm glad they finally did it you know we don't have to regram pictures anymore and right right I, I don't know like how do people regram pictures how take, literally they take, take a, a screenshot, screenshot yeah. and and then make and post like, it as their own and they can reference you if they want it or not oh, but weird yeah i it is curious to me and i do wonder if they'll still do this is they did not sort of retroactively um go through the mentions of people and uh attribute those photos to them ah well i think there's too much you there. get too much too freaking hard. noise so i just have my first name on instagram yeah. and one of my favorite things to do uh to people who don't know how to tag people is tell them that they're wrong <laughs> so I constantly have like people just tag their random friend named Pascal as just at Pascal because uh, like, they just don't know how Instagram tags gotcha. work. Yeah. My favorite thing is just to leave the word no as a comment. Nope. <laughs> nope. No or nope. <laughs> and I get about two or three of those like a day. Really? That wow. are just people that I guess you don't were understand you get in on the, uh, on the name before anyone else got it. Yeah. And yeah, those people just don't know how to use use at replies because yeah. they just think it will just magically connect you to yeah yeah oh yeah bob at bob oh yeah yeah bob will go to bob's yeah profile. the internet knows bob's profile. yeah yeah it's just magic and all these tubes they just work and yeah um yeah i mean and if you look at comments there's so many that are just people like kind of having a conversation that really have nothing to do with the picture and if instagram just retroactively took every tag in the comment section and kind of applied it to the yeah. picture one there's no way it would know how to associate what tag with what person in a picture. And it could just totally fill well, up the picture. It would be too much of a scaling okay. problem, Listen, too. Listen, I would like them to do it for mentions that were in captions. So, like, the, the actual caption. Like, forget the like rest of the comments on the thing. But if in the caption someone tagged me, say, like, maybe they'll do what Facebook sometimes does and just, like, 
says, hey, we got this new feature. Let's run some things by you. They did this with acquaintances recently. They were like, here's 20 people you haven't, act you haven't interacted with, a, uh, it, with in a while. Like, are they close friends or are they acquaintances? And you could go and say, oh, yeah, 19 of those are actually people I haven't talked to in a year. Yes, click them as acquaintances. And it takes you through a little wizard. And I, I suspect that Instagram might do something like that soon. They'll... They'll go back. They'll like. They'll crawl all their uh, databases and be like, "Hey, you were you were mentioned in the comment. You were mentioned in the caption of these twenty five uh, Instagrams. You know, go through and say which ones are you, and let's add them to your." And Facebook does have pretty impressive facial recognition software already. So you would assume knows the difference they... between faces and butts. Which is like <laughs> well, thoroughly impressive for most people. Uh, to yeah. lose back to what you were saying before, actually. <laughs> There actually is a mode uh, in the new uh, tagging feature on Instagram where you can actually choose if you are uh, tagged in a photo or not. You can or if your butt is tagged in a photo. Yeah. Right, right. Or if your butt's in or a... Or if your face right. butt. Yeah, face butt. Is tagged. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> okay, so we didn't, we didn't talk about a few of the things that I think we could have talked about this week, but like I think Instagram's probably the biggest news, mm. and it's the most recent. Um, there was a... I, this was just... I think maybe last week, just like maybe right at, before we uh, we podcasted, but there was somebody who hacked into AP and said that there had been a bomb in the White House and that the president was injured and the Dow dropped a hundred points in like a minute wow. and then it sh and then it closed. So like um, that was like a sort of interesting topic that we can get into this sort of thing because it's going to continue to happen because. Twitter warns news outlets about ongoing hacking threats, suggests more stringent security, but that they're going to continue to happen. So, like, AP is going to get hacked by people eventually, like, no matter what their passwords well, are. Well, when you have people out there, like, anonymous as well, that can, like, hack into the National Security Agency, you know, Twitter is probably a no-brainer for those guys. They're like, oh, whatever, I got past the firewall, you know? Right. Yeah, I I mean, that's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting to think basically even when we're like using all of these services that we basically know at all times that our stuff could be compromised if just people wanted it to be compromised. <laughs> like it's not like, it's not like the olden days. Like when my, when my parents were first warning me about like getting online, I always knew that like whatever I did was permanent. It was like, whatever I committed to Twitter or to Facebook or even to MySpace, like whatever it was, whether, like no matter what, like it was permanent and it would always be a reflection of me. Mm. And like, that's pretty interesting now mm. as I tweet like silly cat gifts and like honestly just don't care about these things. There was a time when like this was like the most scary thing. Like what if someone gets a hold of all of my messages? What if someone has all of my texts? Like... Yeah, that would suck, but like, yeah, I, you almost just trust it blindly. It was like, okay, whatever, like, like sort know. of, yeah. Plus, we sort of just drown it out with more noise. Right yeah, now. Like, like, what? We're not the most interesting people right. in San Francisco, unfortunately. Like, well, our listeners might think so. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you guys, we are, we are, okay, we are. Shout out but... to Loftus. <laughs> That's Don't listen to Nick. We actually are the most interesting we, we people. Are. Shut up, Nick. Come on. I mean, I meant that we were. Um, anyway, there's a there's a bunch of topics, but I think, you know, next week there will be as well. And I think what we should do right now is make the next week challenge 
Mm. So this week it was, what we were doing was like more Twitter followers, but I think it's better as like a standalone thing that yours was, you were going to go hold the sign. Yeah. I would like to do the sticker thing. That's going to take a little more preparation. Sure. This week, I think our challenge needs to be to get like, if you can do this on LinkedIn, which I don't even know, I want to get like off the wall recommendations. Like I want like oh. gourmet chef to be like <laughs> my top like that is good. That is good. good stuff. Man, we just went through an exercise with this at work. My boss uh, actually a lot of credit to him for this uh, caring about our future like careers and stuff. Even apart from the company that we're that we're with, he had a our department all get together and just. For a while, all you know, spend an actual hour friending each other on uh, LinkedIn and sending each other recommendations and stuff. Um, so I just went through that exercise. It was interesting. I got a number of people asking right after those recommendations. Oh, are you are you looking at it? Are you looking for a job? Like really? Was, yeah. Um, those recommendations seem to count. Uh, even I moved into a new apartment recently, and the the landlady was looking at uh, LinkedIn recommendations as a factor for really. Yeah. So I think this is a cool challenge of like trying to see who we can ask to. Yeah, I, mean, I really want you to about. move into my apartment. Uh, we have a great kitchen. Let's try to get so, strangers so to you move into our apartment. So you being a gourmet chef would be fantastic. Hey, any of you listeners that I don't know at all, um, if you want to give me a great re- uh, LinkedIn recommendation, that'd be great. But okay, so maybe okay, this is maybe, how we do maybe it. Maybe the I listeners think. give us this would be kind of crazy funny. LinkedIn recommendations. What we can do is we can take you know, maybe three or four things that we think are, like, would be funny, but maybe also sort of beneficial in, like, some bizarre universe. Okay. So, like, acceptable. You could say nutrition. Okay. If that's a thing on LinkedIn. Right. You could say, like, skydiving or instructing skydiving. But not, that's a but thing. not something that is your actual current right. career. Right. And put that on our, like, Twitter like explain that that's what we're trying to do this week's challenge is okay um Be but like can you do that can i go to you know dean casalina yeah and i can say anything you you can it doesn't show up until i accept it so there's that layer of control on my end i guess but yes if we are if we are uh linkedin connections so you can okay, write which him we a, are. you can write him a good recommendation yeah. on watermelon and striped shirts. i don't want to i'm not talking about recommendation i'm talking about endorsements oh endorsements are even easier but they I don't, don't seem to because that's, that that's just like the endorsements is just those are just like names things those are just like there. yeah little tags basically of oh you're good at php and but the recommendation is actually like a written out thing though like yeah he, okay he written did out, a, he yes. did a great job doing this project yes. and i say we're at the expense of of whoever whomever wants to write them for if us if you would like to write a re- recommendation write i think we have to be linkedin connections for that and i right. accept everyone okay. always yeah. so it's easy for me yeah, I'll I'll accept everyone as well. <laughs> this uh, week only. This week only. week. this week only, I will accept everybody. Uh, we'll put this all in a blog post, sure. make it crystal clear on, I guess, Tumblr, or maybe Facebook. Um, what all this of week's our challenge media, is. All of our media. Every outreach. every website that's known to man. Uh, we will tweet it. Google.com. We'll be on, on the internet. Page. If you're on the internet at all this week, you'll you'll see the details. <laughs> <laughs> 
to make sure to log on. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll switch over. What are, we, what are we looking at at time, Pascal? We're looking at 47 minutes and 13 seconds. I think that's about the right time to start doing great. reader questions. Reader right. questions. Um, so who's going to take Twitter? I'll take Facebook. I, I will take our our Twitter account at the only tweets. Um, some of you, we've been gaining followers this week. Um, some of you are becoming loyal fans, and we appreciate it. We're already at 24 followers. That's actually, well, in one a, week. A, a little thanks to, uh, well, first thanks to me, and then <laughs> thanks to Pascal. Yeah, it's been, um, it's been slowly but surely throughout the week, and we'll continue to interact with you on, on Twitter, so, so keep interacting with us as well and asking questions. Um, so a couple things here to talk about. Um, our first question, I don't think this really applies to anything, but just a random one that we can discuss. Uh, Michael Pankhurst asks, would you rather be president of America or prime minister of Australia? Oh, well, we actually have an Australian in our midst. Will you explain the reasoning first and then he can... <laughs> Um, I, I'm not really sure the reasoning that is literally all the tweet says, but we just asked anyone, if you want to hear about something on, on the podcast, tweet at us and we'll talk about it. Okay. So. I, maybe he only tweeted this to me, but his thought was that you have more pressure and more money and more glory being the president of the United States, or you could be the prime minister of Australia and you get some of that fame, but you also get like a chill chill job okay yeah he, he did have some yeah parentheses president of america he says mo money mo problems um or prime minister of australia kick it in a leisurely position of power i mean i know my answer what about you you're the you're an actual australian and american what would you say australia of course just do nothing do nothing like everyone there does that sounds I gotta be honest, like that sounds way. pretty it's... awesome to me. If I could choose between being the most powerful man on earth or the most just chill. being chill and doing my own thing, I think I could have I think I could do more for people close to me just being chill. I'm gonna say Australian Prime Minister. Yeah, easily. Australian Prime Minister. No, definitely no, definitely the other one. No way. <laughs> no way. He's just trying to get his American citizenship. No, listen, so. I love America. And uh, <laughs> so, what's the American option? Yeah, this that guy one. has overstayed his legal stay. <laughs> get this guy out of here. No, uh, uh, as we mentioned last week, um, Dean's trying not to get deported. Mm, so cool. <laughs> we'll just mention that everywhere. So if, there are, if, there are, <laughs> if there are any lawyers listening, hey, any so he loves, loves America. No, he wants to be here, so he's very committed. Thank you. Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, that's just that'd just be really, be really, really interesting good for his like, resume. <laughs> just to put really that good on for his there. LinkedIn connection. Just yeah. Like, so, so if anyone can actually write a LinkedIn endorsement this week that supports Dean for president, president, that would be great right. as well. I would I like mean, leadership recommendations, just in general. I mean, it could he, really go far. It just says <laughs> leadership. Do you Leader, get the president's like, wife? If like the president is Dean like, what, exhibited. Is swap? I think you get your own wife. Yeah, and happen to be president. That's a pretty crazy deal. No, if I had a. But what else do you get with that? A recommendation that said, you know, Dean Casalina exhibited uh, great leadership of the free world uh, <laughs> by, you know, whatever things I end up doing. So, yeah, that would be great. That would be great. how many dishes can you my, wash per second? But, you know, like, 
My next job after that would probably be awesome after those sorts of recommendations. Well, you're going to make, so, what is it, $400,000 well, then after that, you probably could just go be the president of Australia and then kick it. That's the thing. Why, is, right. why are there not more single-term presidents when they get, I think it's $400,000 a year for the rest of their lives? I want to do that right now at this age, four years. I don't even care. Two years. Impeach I mean, me. Well, but like, give me that can money. Can I just become president? Right when I turn That's, 35. I think you've just found literally the easiest way to make $400,000 a year for the rest of your life. Yeah. Is be true. president at some point in your you life. That's not hard. Yeah. Shit. It's, it's easy. Um, I will have to say I, I'm on Dean's side as well. So we're split 50-50 here. I would definitely rather be leader of America, the free world. Um, I like what America was founded on as opposed to what Australia was free founded world. on. <laughs> Wait, the free world? The so land America of the is free, the world? The land of the brave. America is basically the world. Well, you guys have the World Series, right? Where it's just America. <laughs> and like the Super Bowl where you win in football and become you win a world, world champ. Yeah. Like, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we also have, what is it? Um, the what is the world America World Wrestling uh, Federation? Pretty much everything that's the world. Uh, we have everything in International House of America. America. I'm pretty world. sure only exists here too. Okay, I have a real question, and this might take it a little bit. So okay, okay. Um, Taryn Quill, uh, Qualls, sorry, Taryn Qualls wants to know, or says rather, I'd like to get a quick history lesson from all parties involved. Not what you do for a living now, but perhaps what brought you to where you are today. Growing up, dream jobs, you know, real deep shit. G. <laughs> uh, Pascal, why didn't you start? One minute, go. Well, I should. Well, oh my gosh. A minute. Here it is. Um, you tell it. No, no, no. No, no, no. no I was just <laughs> giving you a. Re- Nate, go ahead. Tell it. Nate, why don't you just you go ahead and tell all the It was a refresher. Story. What brought you where you are today? Growing up, what was your dream jobs? You know, real dip. <laughs> dip chip. Real, real dip chip, jip. There's, there's so much. Uh, born in Australia. Um, I uh, wanted to be an animator since I was eight years old. An actor. Yeah. And an actor. It's my weird accent, right? <laughs> uh, still trying, this still guy. Still trying. Uh, started my first job at Warner Brothers Animation when I turned 15. Uh, worked there for a number of years. That studio got bought out by a weird Chinese studio and got all crappy. Moved to Canada, made the internet for a while, uh, moved from Canada to Boston, uh, worked at a clothing label called Johnny Cupcakes, left that, moved to a, another company, I was their creative director for a year and a bit, now I work at this crazy company called Elpath, where we just make whatever the hell we want to make, and it's just five dudes in a room just like building crazy software, and getting really angry at the rest of the tech scene for doing really shitty things with software. And uh, how did I get here? I think I took a lift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. How did he get here? Twist right at now. the end there. Uh, Dean. That's good. Uh, I was born in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, spent my childhood there. Uh, half in, half of it in uh, Johannesburg. And then when I was 12, I moved to Cape Town until I was 20. Uh, came out to University of California at Berkeley to do an exchange in mathematics. For a semester and uh, then came out here to work in Silicon Valley in tech. Uh, problem solving has always been my kind of drive. Um, it was mathematics and then sort of just design 
problems and it kind of manifested in, in programming. Um, but I think uh, in the future it might go into a product development kind of direction. Um, yeah. So the last six years I've been in, I've been in the Bay area, uh, living in all the different suburbs, but San Francisco a year and a half ago, and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm living in the mission right now, uh, which is the sunniest part of the city by 30 degrees today from the other from uh the opposite side of the city it got hot today um and yeah i yeah i like this is the center of the world for for the tech uh for the tech scene i heard that of all tech investments in, made in the world one third of them are here in silicon valley uh one third is the remainder of the united states and then one third is the remainder of the world so this really is a hot spot for that. I, I love being in the center of it. Um, the company I work with does a lot of social media stuff for very big brands like Coca-Cola, and Budweiser, Disney, Target. Um, so I'm, I really feel like in, in one sense I'm, I'm, I am in my dream job and, and uh, living the dream that I, I had had to be sort of central in a problem-solving capacity to something uh, at least influential. We'll see where this goes. I, I have uh, ideas of starting my own thing at some point, but um, so far I'm really happy with where I am. All right. Um, this is Fletcher. I was originally born in Dallas, Texas. Uh, born and raised. Grew up there my whole life. Went to Texas A&M for university, um, which would explain if you follow me on any type of social media why I'm obsessed with it. Um, so if you want to find out more about A&M, follow me on Twitter. You'll hear about it all the time. Um, after leaving A&M, I got a job working in Paris, France, leading bike and Segway tours around the city, which was, <laughs> that's awesome, which was incredible. Um, so I was there for about four months and then, you know, after seeing the world a little bit, just wasn't ready to go back to Texas. So I got a job offer and they gave me a list of places. Where do you want to go? And San Francisco looked really fun. So kind of on a whim, I circled it and I've been out here almost three years now. Um, I, I really love San Francisco. It's, it's great. I've met a lot of awesome people and there's just a lot of really fun, exciting things to do here. So I've gotten really involved in, you know, snowboarding and skydiving and a lot of open water swimming out in the Pacific ocean while I've been here. So it's just been a, an eye-opening experience and a chance for me to just challenge myself in a, in a lot of different boundaries while I've been here. Um, initially, growing up, I wanted to be an astronaut. I, you know, I've always dreamed about being like the first person on Mars. So uh, I don't know if that's still going to happen. There's that Swedish company that's taking interviews yeah, right I now. Saw that. Swedish cool. Fish. The company, <laughs> yeah, they're um, also doing Mars exploration. No, there, there's a there's a Swedish company that is putting together basically a one way trip to Mars, but they're gonna make uh, like a reality show out of it. They're oh taking like goodness. twenty people. Seems legit. <laughs> the Bachelor, but on Mars. Yeah, I, I think they're they're shooting to like take a trip there or something by 2020 but you can just apply online and there's like this long training <laughs> this process and vetting process science, i promise man. um yeah so who knows maybe mars is still in my future mars attacks <laughs> jock rock is, so is that what you're saying is that's your ultimate dream job um that would be incredible i'd still love to be an astronaut just the thought of like 
I don't know, being in space, being not on this planet is just mind-boggling. If you love this planet so much, and this country so much, that you're willing to throw it all the away. The president wants to throw away his goddamn... <laughs> actually, right. maybe you should work for dilly dally in fucking outer space. I'm actually going to add this in. I don't want to be president of the United States or Australia. I want to be president of Mars. Mars. So <laughs> that's my official answer. Start I'm changing it. it. With a conservative yeah. bent. I'm changing it. <laughs> That's funny. And the Second Amendment will reign free. What you guys don't know is that uh, Fletcher is like a like a handsome, stronger version of like Buddy Holly. He would be perfect for first he man <laughs> on Mars. He could punch Buddy Holly or president. Yep. You should actually be both. Yep. It's clear. It's clear. Definitely. President of Mars is my dream job. That's what I'm thinking about. President of Mars. All right. Um, growing up, oh, Nick Vargas here. Uh, I don't know if you guys know me, but uh, I'm a podcaster. Um, growing up, I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle, and then when I was done being wanting to be a Ninja Turtle, I wanted to be a writer. So my dream job has always been to be a writer, and I, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I've made that dream a reality in that I write for a living now. Um, but like, my real dream is to write novels and to, you know live in a conversion van or something like that and just drive around the country and go snowboarding and surfing and all this stuff. Um, and write. Uh, I, I don't know. That's my passion. It's not a, it's not probably super easy to do. So that's why I think it's probably cooler to just be getting paid to write for a company like Apple. Um, you know, real deep shit. Gee, um, but what brought me here is that I got a job at Mac Life Magazine straight out of college. So I moved from Spokane, Washington to Seattle for a week, brought my stuff to San Francisco, did not know a soul, didn't know anyone, and I moved here and just sort of started again, which was really hella hard because I was popular in college. <laughs> Do not get me wrong. <laughs> I was very popular. I was in a band. I played rhythm guitar in a hardcore band, and there were mosh pits. Um, so, you know, that's pretty much my story. <laughs> that's my real deep shit. I'll just end it with that. And see. Oh, man. Can we have more watermelon? <laughs> I think you know we do, dude. Um, okay, so anyway, next week, uh, should we talk about what we're going to talk about next week, or should we just... Figure it out. We should never week. promise them anything. No, we'll just we'll just let it happen. So if the you questions have, were great. Yeah, yeah if like, you have any recommendations, you can totally drive this podcast. So if you want to hear about something next week, just tell us what you want to hear, and we'll, we'll it, answer you back. If you want to hear a podcast, you do all the hard work and tell us what to talk about. <laughs> That's basically what he's saying. <laughs> we really never signed up to come up with content. Yeah, <laughs> we, we never even promised to be entertaining. <laughs> we just wanted to be liked, and we wanted to be photoshopped. And frankly, people on the only group in the world, you guys are really doing awful. I got one. Yeah, this big week. Mike. That was a good one. Mike photoshopped uh, my face onto someone holding a cardboard sign in Mission Street with mustard cool. pants. We have real podcast. Uh, uh, Photoshoppers on our podcast? Really? Yeah. Real Photoshoppers. Yeah. I'm going to upload a Photoshop I did once. Not MS Painter shoppers. Right. (laughs) Anyway. ironically bad stuff. We want actual believable Photoshop. I do like ironically bad. Guys, come on. Wrap it up. We have to get (laughs) PB&Js. Those are not peanut butter and jellies. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butts and jellies.
<laughs> I can't. I can't take you seriously when you're waving a knife around. Okay, Pascal. Some watermelon. Uh, why don't you just uh, say your Twitter handle and we'll get out of here. <laughs> it's it's uh, P-A-S-Q-L. P-A-S-Q-L. That is prime real estate. That's, wow. that's easy. Yeah. No wonder people tag you without even knowing you. Yeah. What about you, Dean Castlevania? Uh, D-E-A-N-C-A... <laughs> Wait, how do I... It's a really intuitive Twitter handle. Remember, just uh, go to the only tweets and uh, see who they're following. <laughs> you can work out how to spell my last name. All right, Fletcher. Um, at Fletcher Massey, F L E T C H E R M A S S I E. But now that Dean mentions that, that's probably an easier way to do it. Just go to at the only tweets and. Uh, we're the only ones that's following right now, so follow us. And I'm at Nick Vargas, and I see V A R G U S. Again, thanks so much for listening, and please send us your questions, your photoshops, your would you rather's. That's actually been a huge part of my podcasts in the past. I'm yeah. surprised we don't have more. Um, and Timothy PBJ, your right toe itches because you have a spinal disorder (laughs) all right and that's it for this week until next week this has been the only podcast in the world bye cheers e later (laughs) it is unedited so they hear this end part